0: And welcome back to the SB Luxury Group podcast. I'm Savannah, your local San Clemente expert.
1: And I'm Andrew, your local Huntington Beach expert.
0: We now actually have an email set up for all your questions or things you want to discuss on the podcast, which is really great because we want to you know, discuss things that you have questions on to make this process as seamless as possible for you.
1: For sure. So if you have any questions or comments, be sure to send it to podcast at sbluxurygroup.com. And we'll answer them on future episodes.
0: Perfect. And this episode today, we're gonna be discussing owning versus renting and how to choose an agent. Really important topics.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I know a lot of people that I've, or a lot of clients that I've been working with have been renting for a while. And they're like first time home buyers and- Especially the
0: younger demographic as well. Yeah. Renting and it's very typical.
1: Yeah, for sure. And especially as rents are starting to increase, people have saved up some money and, looking to see what it takes to buy a home. Yeah, so.
0: definitely. And I know that for some people, there is needs to be renting, such as short-term living situations, yeah. um, saving up money for a down payment, and exploring new areas to find out where you would want to buy a home. And for all those reasons, I think those are adequate reasons to be able to rent for the time yeah. being. And I would recommend them so that you know where you wanna buy before you invest and in everything like that. Yeah. Um, I would say, don't spend a ton of money. Try to limit your cost as much as possible with the rent that you do have. That way you can save up to invest your money into real estate.
1: For sure. Um, I think that's super important. I mean, you can explore a new area while you're renting and seeing and trying it out and see what you think about the neighborhood, especially if um, you're moving to a new place. Yeah. Um, if it's, I know a lot of people I've been helping out, they are moving because of work. Yes. So then they're, they have to move closer to work now that People are starting to go back into the office, um, yeah.
0: And I know that California, as I'm sure everyone knows, has appreciated insane amounts these past yep. couple of years, and it's not stopping anytime soon. Um, and just for rents alone, the median national increase was 16.4% just yeah. this past year. For sure. So, I mean, that's insane. And, and it puts a lot of weight on that monthly rent payment that you're paying that's yeah. not giving you any return.
1: Totally. Um, and for a $3,000 rent, that's a good chunk. Yes. Um, and I know uh, probably a year ago I was helping out um, some people with rentals. They were look, they had a pretty good budget, it was like $3,500, and looking for a three bed, two bath in Huntington Beach. I mean, at that time there were definitely a few options, but now, I mean, the same house is going for 4000 4500 oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alone, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: For example, I was actually renting an apartment on Buena Vista a couple years back um, and started renting it at, what was it? $3,300 a month. And now it's renting for $4,500 a month. Yeah. And that was just like last year. So...
1: Right. Same, same for the place that I was at. Mm-hmm. It, um, it was like $2,400 for rent. and
0: So insane increases, yeah. not just in home prices, but it's also driving up rents as well, Right. which you're getting no return from. You're just having to pay more money out of pocket.
1: Right. And if you consider like a $3,000 rent, that's in over 12 months, that's what? $36,000 that mm-hmm. could be going towards...
0: An investment (laughs) to make you more money eventually for sure so let's talk a little bit about owning a home to grow your generational wealth and what that really means for you how you can make money off of owning a home and things that go into that how it's you know owning versus renting
1: right Um, and I know many people they're buying a place because it's an investment right Mm because you're putting a lot of money and um, effort into it Mm -hmm. and uh, part of that of that investment is growing the equity. Yes. Um, or Yeah, let's talk so, a little
0: bit about equity specifically because I know that there are a couple of keywords here that we're gonna be talking about that I think the podcast mm-hmm. listeners should know specifically what they mean. Yeah. So, so, for equity, what do you really mean by that?
1: So, equity is the amount that you have um, in your home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it's that uh, make your mortgage payment each month. And that builds your equity and... Like the
0: positive equity that you have that's like money towards you, not against you.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other important thing is also the appreciation. Yes. So building equity, but also um, the appreciation of the home value.
0: Yes. So appreciation is basically just the market value of the home going up year to year, making your price increase, as well as your equity go up as well.
1: Yeah. And I think we've seen that um, in... Across the U.S. and across California, even I think uh, homeowners have seen an increase of uh, fifty-one. Was it what fifty thousand dollars in equity? Oh yes,
0: fifty thousand dollars just this last year in equity alone. Yeah. Yes. And then another thing too would be your mortgage. So just quick, brief overview, really quick on a mortgage. When we're referring to your mortgage payment, we mean the payment that you're making towards your loan if you're financing. Yeah. Which is, in return, paying off your investment for your house.
1: Yeah, because that's typically going to be towards your principal and your interest for your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, and I think the big thing about uh, deciding whether to rent or to buy will depend from person to person. Yeah, Um, every
0: every person's situation is different. And you have to remember that everybody needs a place to live. So there's two options. You can either rent or own. So if you have the ability to save up or if you have the ability now to own you may as well do it because paying into your monthly mortgage payment pays for not only the house that you live in but it's also going to act as an investment like you had said before where that equity and price appreciation really builds up to get you that generational wealth that you're trying to achieve
1: yeah for sure and i think connecting with the right realtor will also help too because then they can help you figure out whether it makes sense Yes. To rent, or it makes sense to purchase something because then you also don't want to be living off of ramen. And, um,
0: yeah, you yeah. don't want somebody that's going to push you to do something that's not right for you at the right, exactly. at the right time,
1: but yeah, so that's why it depends on every person. And the real, uh, the right realtor can help you figure that out, navigate that process, and see if it makes sense whether um, it, it makes sense to put some money down into a new place. And um, get that mortgage, or if it does make sense to rent a little bit longer and build some more um,
0: finances, finances for for down payment.
1: payment. Yeah, exactly. And job change and things like that to help with the income as well
0: too. Yes, and I'm sure we're going to do a whole episode on this more in depth of the costs of what it takes to buy a house. Yeah, but just a little brief overview because I know that when you're renting, you have your rent, but you don't really have that many other costs that you have to think about. You have utilities and. That's about it.
1: Right, exactly. So
0: for owning a house, you do have to consider some other costs as well, other than just your mortgage, like HOA costs, maintenance, things that your landlord aren't going to be paying for because you're the landlord now. Right,
1: exactly.
0: Property taxes, but also tax benefits. There are benefits to owning a house.
1: Yeah, so um, there's definitely a lot of tax benefits. I think it's wise to also talk, uh, talk to your tax professional to see what kind of benefits you can get for owning a home, whether it's your first home, a second home, things like that. Um, yes, that'll,
0: th- that'll differ person to person. So it's important to get a professional's opinion on how that's really going to affect you in the, the next right. year's tax bracket. For sure. And, and that's
1: something you don't get as a renter. Um, but yeah, definitely I think you mentioned maintenance is um, and also the HOA costs. Those are some uh, added costs that you don't necessarily have to worry about in your rent because it's typically built into it. Like yes. You have some, if like the faucet breaks or if there's a
0: typically have someone to call on
1: yeah maintenance will will come by and help you fix that out and you don't have to worry about having to pay for a new faucet or Mm -hmm. um, a leak or anything like that Um, but
0: and one of the nice things about an HOA kind of similar to that is obviously they're not going to come fix your broken faucet but when you're paying into an HOA they are going to maintain if it's a condo, even the exterior of the house and also the grounds and the exterior.
1: Yeah, and there are some HOAs that also pay for some of the utilities like trash or water. Switch
0: and things like that. Yeah, so it differs different properties. So something to look into for those costs.
1: Yeah, and I think we'll talk a little bit more next time, I think our next episode, it'll be on the different property types. Yes. And the different considerations on single family versus condo or town. And home. the different
0: costs that come with that. So more to come with that.
1: Yep, so stay tuned um and i think that's pretty much most of the stuff that we want to talk about for renting versus buying yeah Um, i think
0: that the next topic of discussion that we should get into that's really going to help with renting versus buying is how to choose the right agent it's such an important thing and nobody talks about it enough right um how to choose someone that's right for you to work with that's really going to align with your goals and help you get to the next step
1: yeah so what would you recommend what is the important thing some of the important things that um you'd suggest our listeners think about when they're looking for a realtor?
0: Yeah, so I have, um, I think we both can have a couple questions that would be necessary to think about or ask the potential agent that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, For me personally, I like very specific areas. And Orange County in general, I really like. So I want to make sure that someone's very versed on the areas that I'm looking in. An expert in that area would be ideal, and local would also be ideal. So looking for someone that has a unique edge of what they know about um, the surrounding areas, what there is to offer in those communities, and things like that, that a typical just all over the OC, agent isn't gonna know.
1: So a local expert?
0: A local expert. (laughs) So as you know, SPLG has local expert for most South Orange County cities. Mm -hmm. And so that's something to look into.
1: Yeah, and we've been expanding to North County as well too, so um, definitely a lot more to come.
0: Yes, and they're gonna help you guide Through the entire process to make it super seamless i mean they are local and so they're gonna be your future neighbor
1: yeah (laughs) so if you haven't checked it out yet i think some of our local experts have done some really fun videos on uh some of the local happenings i know you did one i did
0: one at zebra house coffee in san Clemente, and also yng yoga studios on del mar street
1: yeah it was i think you did yoga Casa Romantica is it? Yes. It's, it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a, a lot beautiful of fun. View.
0: So yeah, that's it, it's important to have someone who really knows what's happening in the area that you like and is versed on the experience in that area. Yeah.
1: Cuz I mean each neighborhood's going to be different in the city and it's important to to lean on someone that that knows what's going on and um, has that knowledge.
0: Yeah. I think another one other thing that's really important too is how are they gonna benefit you with navigating you through your home buying process? What education are they gonna provide you with? And how are they gonna help you write competitive offers? Because as a buyer in this market, it's very competitive and you can't settle for anything less than an absolute expert.
1: Totally, yeah. Because right now in a seller's market, if you're looking to buy, you need to work with a great agent that can help you navigate that process um, and also write competitive offers and just help you negotiate through that process because then there's a lot to the home buying process. I think we touched upon it a little bit last time, Um, but it's important to have someone who can walk you through the process Make sure they have the knowledge of what's what it's going to take to write that competitive offer and win, because there's going to be so many qualified buyers out there.
0: Yes, definitely. And the national average per house, the offers that they have is 4.8. Yeah. So you're going to be competing against different people, and you need to make sure you have the right agent on your side that's going to represent you the best.
1: Yeah. So I guess negotiation is also an important thing. Yes. Because um, during the escrow process,
0: having um, the skills to negotiate. There are so many things that come up in escrow.
1: Yeah, Um, like repairs and other things.
0: all that good stuff. For sure. So something that we provide to our clients when we're first starting out the home buying process is we do a buyer's consultation for every client. Um, And that's basically just going over where the market's headed, what to expect, how to write a competitive offer, going through the entire residential purchase agreement together, which most people have never seen before. Yeah. Um, And it is pretty complex, so going through that before you even have to write an offer is very beneficial. Totally. And then just the home buying process in general, escrow, all that good stuff and their goals and getting to know them so that you can help them achieve what they want.
1: Right. So it's sort of a strategy session. Mm -hmm. So while um, you go out there, um, our buyers are ready, prepared and know what to expect. So then when we're submitting offers, they already know what to expect what kind of offer they want to submit and be competitive against the other offers.
0: Yes, and with how quickly things are moving, ideally you don't have the time to do that after you find the house of your dreams. Right. You want to have that already under your belt, that way you can whip out your best offer when you find the house for you.
1: Right, and then also determine if it's the right time to buy too. That strategy session really has really helped a lot of my buyers figure out, okay, I may need to wait a little bit longer or this is the right time to buy, um, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. So it's definitely a good thing to go through. So encourage um, all of our listeners to do a buyer consult if you haven't already, if you're thinking about buying.
0: Yes. And then what are some other things that you would recommend questioning or finding the right agent for them?
1: So since inventory is such a challenge right now, I think how they're going to help you find the right home.
0: Yes. It's um, very challenging.
1: Because not it's not about just like finding the right home, but it's also figuring out what what is it about it that, you know, why you're making that move Um, because inventory is so low and being on top of what's coming out there and Mm -hmm. having access to properties that may not be available right now. And um, I know some of the things that we have here at first team is like sneak preview Mm -hmm. where agents will put their um, listings that are coming soon. And that way we haven't
0: even hit the market yet.
1: Right. So then we can um, have our clients go and take a look even before um, anyone else has a chance. So it gives them an edge.
0: Yes, and I know that for one of my clients I was just talking to yesterday, we've been looking at single-family houses in Laguna Hills, and I actually went to a broker preview for him this morning for a house that we were looking at. We knew it was coming soon, and we jumped on it as soon as we had the opportunity. We were the first one to see it. He hasn't seen it yet. I saw it because it was a broker preview, Yeah, but he'll be seeing it tomorrow. Nice. Yeah.
1: You got to see it if it makes, uh, if it's makes the right... Makes sense
0: for him, and it seemed like it was a really good fit. So just being one step ahead is really important.
1: Yeah. For sure, and I think another way is also looking at the coming soon's. Mm-hmm. Um, so not all of them are always on Zillow or Realtor.com, but your agent has access to coming soon's um, that are properties that are almost ready to hit the market. There's still a few things that they may need to take care of, but it's um, a buyer or a seller that's ready to to get going. So yes. that's also a good place for um, to to look for things. So definitely an agent that has access. To these different methods. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I would say, probably like last thing I want to go over for how you should choose an agent as well, something to consider is what kind of support are they going to provide you with to ensure that your home buying process is smooth? I know we went over a little bit, the buyer's consultation and things like that, which in turn is really going to help you to make it smooth. Yeah. But also, like, we're on a team of 30 plus highly trained agents. So we have quite a bit of a leverage of making it a smooth transaction. So, what are what is your team or what are you as an individual agent going to offer your client to make it a smooth transaction? I think we should talk a little bit about kind of what we provide.
1: Yeah. For us, they know
0: kind of what they can be looking for.
1: I know. um, Yeah, for sure. So I know here at SB Luxury Group, we have, I mean, you mentioned we have like 30 plus agents and they're all highly trained. And that way I know if something happens, if I'm sick or, I mean, earlier this year I had to help take care of a family member and go back and forth between the bay and, Um, and here in Orange County and during that time it was hard for me to go be in person for some of the viewings or um, needed some help with inspections and whatnot but I had the whole team to help me out and that was a really nice plus because then my clients didn't have to wait around until I was back and they could still not miss out on anything.
0: Yes, having that support to get your clients through any type of hiccups. And then also something that's really important is we also provide transaction coordinators for every transaction. Yeah. So our transaction coordinator, Kelly, Oh my God, she's amazing. We we love her.
1: I don't know what I'd do without her because she basically handles, like once the offer is accepted, she handles like pretty much everything. Yes, she Um, keeps
0: us on track. She makes sure there's never a contingency that goes too long and that the escrow is going really smooth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I know whenever there is an issue or like I need a form filled out or whatnot, she's always there to help out. Oh boy.
0: (laughs) I know, the parking lot has been going crazy today.
1: I know, but... I guess all in the life, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so definitely, I mean, Kelly's a lifesaver. I she don't know is. what I would do without her. But she makes sure the transaction coordinator helps figure out um, the forms that need to be filled out, if make um, all the signatures are there, just to make sure that there aren't any...
0: Missteps. Uh, right. It's, you know... You need to make sure the little things can happen all the time, where it's not your legal first name, but it's your first name that you use, things like that. She just keeps it under wraps and makes sure everything's good to go on that. And then um, a lot of teams or agents will charge you for their transaction coordinator to use them throughout the transaction. So that's something to look into, too, of costs for purchasing a home. We don't charge for using our transaction coordinator. It's just something that we have as a benefit of being on this amazing team and we love Kelly. Um, So yeah, that's kind of all I have for how to choose an agent, kind of some qualifying questions and things to think about.
1: Yeah. I think um, if you have any other questions, definitely let us know. You can email Uh,
0: our podcast email now.
1: Yep. Podcast at sbluxurygroup.com.
0: Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. If you haven't already, we're very excited. To be coming out with more episodes to guide you through this trying process
1: i know it's been a lot of fun i've gotten a lot of feedback already after our first episode i know some of our friends have reached out and be like oh my god i'm subscribing yes it's
0: been awesome make sure to follow us on social media
1: yeah savannah where can we find you
0: i am savannah corrales on instagram and facebook
1: and i am andrew lynn Holmes on instagram and facebook as well too and you can find SB Luxury Group and the rest of the team at at SB Luxury Group on Instagram. And you can go to our website at sbluxurygroup.com.
0: Perfect. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. And thank you for talking with us today about all things Orange County real estate.
1: Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.